Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From the archives of the greatest dramas in radio history, we proudly present Hollywood. The Radio Theater, starring Charles Coburn, Tom Drake, Beverly Tyler, Jim Cronin, and Dean Stockwell in The Green Years. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. William Keeley. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, another MGM picture. An outstanding favorite is being presented on the stage. A thrilling drama that will live forever in our hearts. It's A.J. Cronin's masterpiece, The Green Year. And we are fortunate indeed in bringing you the original motion picture cast. Charles Coburn, Tom Drake, Beverly Tyler, Jim Cronin, and Dean Stockwell. It's curtain time, and here's the play millions of you hope to see, The Green Year. Starring Charles Coburn as Grandfather Gow, Tom Drake as Roby, Beverly Tyler as Allison, Jim Cronin as Mr. Lucky, with Dean Stockwell as the boy Roby. Robert Shannon, orphan, aged nine years, journeyed from Ireland to the town of Logansett in Scotland, there to make his new home with Mr. and Mrs. Lucky, the parents of his dead mother. You're late, Mama. Supper's waiting. I'm sorry, Jane, but my train was delayed. I suppose you spent good money on the cab? No, we just. Well, look up, Robbie. This is your grandfather. Robert, no one regrets more than I that we meet under these circumstances. You call me Papa rather than Grandpa. We have one Grandpa in the house already. Mm, my father, Robbie. Grandpa Gow. Oh, this is Kate, dear. Your aunt. Oh, Mr. Sheriff, And this is your Uncle Murdoch? I hope you like it here, Robbie. Thank you. Our other son, Adam, lives in London. A very successful insurance broker, Robert. Oh, it's hard for your boy coming to know us all at once. You'll feel better after supper. Sit down. Oh, Heavenly Father, you've blessed me with this new responsibility, my grandson, Robert. You know, Lord, how his mother deceived me and married a wild, irresponsible Irishman. Not even at the face of his household. Help me to carry this extra burden and deliver him from deceit, wild ways, and extravagance. Amen. Amen. Pass your plate. Mm. Boy has no belongings, Mama? Nothing. Only a tricycle coming from Dublin to carry it. A tricycle? Mm. That improvident Irishman. Oh, that a daughter of mine had run off with a man who'd leave nothing but a tricycle. Well, he's a boy, then, you see? Oh. Uh, it's recent. Today's Friday. The boy's not of our first supper. Oh. Hi. It's just for me, I think. I'll take your meat, then. Waste not, want not. Where will you be sending Roby to school, Papa? It's the elementary, of course. That is the truth. Isn't bad enough I have to teach you? I hear no reflections, Kate, on a school that pays you 16 shillings a week. Why can't you go to the academy? The laddie comes to us with no money. But you the Oh. He doesn't want to eat. Let him go to bed. Have you decided where he's just sleep? I still think Grandma Lucky's room would be best. My mother pays good money for her room. She'll be home tomorrow, and you know she dislikes surprises. 
So you be Robert Kennedy. Hey, there should be more of you. Yes, sir. You don't have my hair. Your mother had my hair. You were lucky. If there's one thing I cannot abide, it's a crying lady. Well, what might you be wanting? That's what I was to sleep with you. Sleep with me? Well, is it your expectation to sleep with your clothes on? Go on, dear. Look at me, laddie. I, I, you'll need a friend in this house. It's all right, boy. It's all right. Come along, Robbie. It's a fine, bright morning. And I'm taking you with me to my lawyer. I'm busy. Is this Aye, I'm off to see my lawyer. He took the key. He didn't know. Well, then take it. I can't. Papa says he's going to say it. What's that? He says he's asking for me. Someday, Robbie, I shall take this collecting in these two hands of mine, and I shall... Oh, Mrs. Ah, Mrs. Bosomer, what a picture you make, madam. The sun shining like golden hop strings through your radiant hair. Have you had the honor of meeting my great-grandson, Robert? Robert? Your grandpa's a poet. And who wouldn't be the privilege to greet this lovely of the morning? Be off with your candy, Take my advice, Robbie. Enjoy the ladies. Their human races better half. ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้ตัวบอดี้
Did you have a nice time on the green lad? Yes, Uncle. Green laddie? What are you thinking about? Uncle, how did you get that big red nose? No, big red nose. Why? Did you never hear of the Zulu War? Oh, oh, boy, I'm not the one to brag. But there we were, cut off in the jungle by the savage hordes of Zulu. Someone had to get a message through the relief column. I'll carry it there, Clyde. I took a revolver in his hand and a knife in the teeth. Quietly, I crawled across the rocky belt. The jungle, that is. I was almost through the enemy line when they charged upon me by the score. I fired. Bam, 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 bam. Screaming, the savages fell back. But how long could the ammunition hold out? I flashed over the knife. Zip, zip, zip. Pop, he piled up a me. But the Zulu still came. And then... Then, then? Oh, then a sweet sight. Out of the dark of the night came running my great white charger, Athena. I leaped on her back. The Zulus gave chase. Flights of poison arrows darkened the air. <laughs> I was wounded. I crowned them hard. Oh, that magnificent animal. He carried me to the relief column. Taken, bleeding, breathless. I fell into their arms with my message. The flag was saved. You were They seemed to think so when the Queen, God bless her, decorated me at Balmoral Castle. But, Father, I was a good place to get me. A poison spear, lad, a direct hit. Oh, how wonderful. Where can you go? Some other day, laddie. And there will be others. It's you and me together, my boy, in whatever the difficulty. Yes, Uncle. And we're in difficulty this very moment. Yeah? Look up the street, Ruby. Your grandma let you come home. Let me try and fall into the clutches of that horrible old man. Ah, here he is now. Come in, Robbie. Come in and be seen by your grandma, Letty. You'll now be in the hands of a good Christian woman. So come to your grandma, Robert. Mm-hmm. Just look at his clothes. Do you think you can go to their father named Rag? But the lad who comes to us with no money. Oh. You're no suggestion I buy any clothes, are you? You're my son. But you're a tight-twisted penny pink and neither. Here, boy. Here's a ticket. Thank you. Sit there, laddie. Don't run. They'll last longer than that, Oh, you've been seeing a pretty year grandpa down. Listen, it's talking about the Zulu War and how it got its big red nose. The Zulu War. So we're sitting on the inside of a spear, a poison spear. Aye, get some rum, that was. Come on, lad. First thing I'll do is measure you for a new suit. But then, how can you make a stick when you're out of your petticoat? Oh, never fear, boys. If I make up just grand. What's the color, grandma? You'll not notice the flowers when it's done. Bedtime now, Robbie. Good night, Annie. Where are you going? Good night, everyone. You're sleeping with me, Robbie, from now on. And I've got a thing or two you should know about that man. He's here, indeed. That man's never set foot 50 miles from here. He's charged for pennies all his life. He's charged from every situation he's ever held. Oh, no. He's supported, like you said, by the charity of my son. Is it never here? You're out of his influence now. No, into bed. I've got to get to work on your new suit. And don't forget, boys, Academy opens Monday. Get home from school, are you, Robbie? Grandpa, the two weeks I've gone to school. Can you go back again? No, 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 no. The master's been up here. Is it that it? Mr. Reed? No, Grandpa. It's the truth. Do you have a voice? Well, now, since Grandma Lexi thinks so much of you, 
Isn't she the one you should be running to? It's too cold. It's not really. A green suit with flowers. <laughs> Lady, you cannot blame the boys for laughing. But on the other hand, you cannot have them laughing at you. Now, will you do what I tell you? Then who is the strongest, the most stubbornest, and the most independentest boy in the class? Gavin Blair. Well, then, you must meet Gavin Blair. Yes, sir. He's the only boy who needs you If you want to get on top, you must remove the top men. You'll fight this Gavin Blair and you'll lick him. Gavin Blair, can't fight him. Then I must write Mr. Reed and implore his protection of my weak little grandson. No, grandson, no. Well, then? But I don't know how to fight. Ah, what a lucky boy you are. Here I am. The man who stood toe to toe with Billy the Butcher, winner of the famous 84 round bare knuckle fight to the finish against Terrible Terry. You Well, no, Billy the Butcher. But who held his coat? Hmm? Come on, boy. Up with your feet. Chin down, lead with your left. We'll show this Gavin Blair. Aim at my nose now, boy. Aim at my nose. Oh, your nose. It's all right, lad. It's all right. I permitted your distraction. And no, you understand the importance of ducking. Well, come on, Robbie. Try it again. Hello, Robbie. You? I'll fight the seven blue, Kenton. Well, I've never seen a finer black eye in heaven. But don't I lost. Seven missing. But obviously you did not run away. Here now, what's this? My green suit. Oh, it is. But what's that suit you're wearing? Seven blue. Who gave it to me? The boy who looked you. He took me on the suit. He likes me, Grandpa. It's blood all over the place. Give me that emerald raiment. There, into the grave with it, Robbie, and good ribbon. Laddie, you can receive many a black eye in this life, but if you're a man, you'll not be the loser. You mean I'm not already? I do, I. You're a man like your own Grandpa, a fear of nothing. You can go your own way, attend your own church, and you can spit in any man's eye. Robert? Stand up to her, Robbie. Mind, you're a man, no? Good work, Robert. You're going to tear me with it. Where did you get that suit? And your eyes. Where did you get that eye? In a fight, Grandma. What did you do with a bullet green, Mr. Felicia? We burned it. We oh. didn't think Mr. Lucky would like to see it around. Blood on it. Not very sanitary. And another thing. I'd better see the candles from now on. But that's I'm a man now. This is your worst, Mr. Jones, you piece of the field. You heard what the laddie said. He's a man now. And in that case, madam, I don't think Mr. Lecky would approve of his sleeping in your room. Oh, oh. Well, Robbie. Well, I'm going to... <laughs> what is it you want, Robert? Can't you see I'm reading? Robbie, dear, the superintendent of sanitation is having a pack of golf games. Now, who knows? One of these days, Papa may be wearing a double brain on his cap. And if that's what happens, Papa must be left to do his study in his case. We'll talk of it so much. Fifteen shillings? What is that for? My burdens. My responsibilities. You see this book? An encyclopedia of sanitation for which I had to pay twenty-one shillings. And now you ask me for fifteen more. I need to buy a suit. I mean, what's the hazard? If you wouldn't have, you make a fifteen. Robert, I've been tolerant. I've let you attend the Church of Rome without interference or reproach. I'm a liberal man. But liberty can go too far. And when it starts costing money, I'm against it. I'm sorry I bothered you. I wish I had the money to give you, boy. You see, Robbie, it's a very difficult thing. I live in the house of Mr. Lucky, and I pay no money for the rare privilege. I earn money copying papers for Mr. McKellar, but it all goes to pay my life insurance. I never see a penny of it. Please, Papa. It is a But it's important to get the new suit. So you could change your face. 
Why don't you go to the establishment? Yes, I couldn't. Your grandma let me would just love you if you did. There's no sense taking the hard way. I believe I was going to be, Grandpa. If you'd said anything else, I'd have disowned you. Robbie, I'm a sinful and irreverent man with little interest in anything. But before I see you done out of your suit, I'll burn the town of Logan for it. Mr. Dow, a new book to read, is it? I'm not buying a book, sir. I'm selling one. An encyclopedia of sanitation. I believe Mr. Lecky purchased this for 21 shillings. He did? Mr. Lecky says it is not comprehensive enough. He must have his money back. Oh, there's some news now. I cannot give him more than 17 shillings. I shall accept 15. Eh? It's a matter of justice. I don't understand. You don't have to. Take your book, sir, and give me 15 shillings. Is it what, Mr. Dow? You did what with my encyclopedia? I sold it, Mr. Lecky, for 15 shillings. And then I bought the boy's new suit. That robbery? I'll, I'll have you arrested. I was hoping you'd say that, Mr. Lecky. And what would the court say of a civil employee who robs an orphan lad of his tricycle and sells it for 15 shillings? You <laughs> old man. I just one more word. And if you ever dare to mention this to Robbie, I'll burn this house down at my first opportunity. Good day, Mr. Lecky. It's five years now since I first wrote in this diary. There was a flower show in Hale yesterday. Alice and Keith ran. Later, Gavin and I danced with her. It's good to have friends like Gavin and Alice. It's almost June. In two weeks, I'll be graduated from the academy. The whole family will be there. Even Grandpa says he'll come. It'll be the first time we sat down with the lecturers and screamed at Gloria's jubilee. And now, parents and friends, as we conclude our graduation exercises, it is with considerable pleasure that I make an award to our outstanding students. In my 11 years at the academy, not a single student has warranted this prize. Now at last, Logan Foot possesses a young scientist, who I prophesy someday will be a great doctor. And Mr. Robert Cannon, a special medal in science. Thank you, Mr. Reed. Good work, Green Bridges. Good luck. It seems strange, doesn't it? All those years in the academy, and now we're walking home together for the last time. Well, Gavin, have you ladies talked to you and such a chance? I. Gordon, my father still wants you to come with us to look in Listen, thanks, Gavin, but I can't. But the farm will be running. I've got a job starting Monday. A job? The boiler works. Kate, she's married now, you know. Kate tells me she can get me into the machine shop. The boy works. Oh, Robbie, what's the matter with you? There's no chance at all you'll be coming to the university. No, Gavin. When do you leave for Los Angeles? Tomorrow. Well, here's the big. Good luck to you, Robbie. You too, Alice. Thanks. Goodbye, Gavin. I'll write to you. You're missing me. I... It's a bone now. I... It's a bone, isn't it? You can never even open. It's a... I... Sit down here beside mine. It's my heart. It's such a romantic thing. I... I don't tell me there's a psychic water power in that river. Well, there isn't there a chance in the world that you can go on with your studies? Mr. Wilson, she's going. You haven't even a person, Mr. Wilson. I have obligations, Alice. The lucky don't rich. Well, they're not poor, but they're so poor. I guess it's the same. 
We were speaking of a scholarship, Papa. I cannot let you go for five years more without a penny of return for the support of the house. No, I won't have it. I won't have it. You must listen. You can't fill Robbie's life and hopes for a few pennies from the boiler work. Mama, who spoke of money? I'm doing this for your own good, Robbie. You're reaching above your station in life and you're reaching out the disappointment. No. No, I cannot sign the paper. Come in. Are you Mr. Jason Reed? I am, Mr. Don, Mr. Gow. Mr. Reed, I'm not merely Robert Shannon's great-grandfather. I'm a defender of the rights of man. I tell you, sir, when a man thinks low enough to deny these rights, I protest. And if you are among these worms who would deny the boy an education, I tell you I shall not stand by and countenance such a sin. And I must tell you, Mr. Dow, that the laddie cannot be entered for the scholarship only because Mr. Leckie had denied permission. Then we'll enter him on the quiet. The entry must be signed by his guardian. I'll sign it. Mr. Dow, have you lost your wit? I still have the wit to sign me on name. Under that fool Leckie's nose, I'll send Leckie away. I might even send him to London. This is the most unbelievable and dangerous nonsense I've ever heard. But I'm with your heart and soul. Here. Take these books, sir, over. Let him start with these till Lecky goes to London. Now, off with you. Mr. Reed, we remain like ours. We'll tear them to pieces. I'm going to London just, Papa. I've made up my mind. Oh, Mama. And you have nothing to interfere with your study and for the scholarship, because I think you're not come back till the middle of August. Mama, who told you? Never mind. Good luck, Robbie, dear. I'm so tired, Mr. Reed. I've studied so long. I've read so much. I swear I don't know anything now. I haven't even begun. All right, now, mathematics. What is a conic section? The intersection of a plane with a cone. Clumsy. What's the formula for the surface of the sphere? All right, boys. Paper. Come now, paper. Thank you. Take the growth of industrial Europe. Causes. Effects. Think, boys. Think. Distinguish between density and specific gravity. Between kinetic and potential energy. What were Newton's three laws of motion? Think, 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 think. Describe the chief product of the Daniel Valley. Not today. Oh. The examination starts tomorrow, not today. According to Mr. Reed, only second rate of studies the last minute. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, come along. We're going to take a long walk. You and I are going to take a picture. When did you train me, Daniel? Tonight at 8 o'clock. But I'll be back tomorrow night. Oh, this animation's on one day? No, I'll go back to Glasgow Sunday. Then physics on Monday. Allison, what do you do when you grow up? I told you that once, long ago. I'll marry a fine man and have many fine children. What do you do? Would you say we're grown up now? No, Robbie. Not quite yet. Allison. Please, Robbie. I think perhaps you'd better concentrate on the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. All I can keep in mind is how much I want to kiss you. Then, then perhaps you'd better kiss me, Robbie. I think. Oh, my Robbie. You'll win the scholarship. You will. I love you. Telegram from Glasgow University. <coughs> well, tell me, tell me. History? 92%. You missed only one question in geometry. Roby, you know what this means. We know, we know. <laughs> Still got the examination on Monday, but I swear to you on the basis of what you've done, if you only get 50% in physics, you'll win the market. <sighs> Mr. Gow, you wouldn't have a drink in the house. Not until Monday. <laughs> now, now, what about that cop, Roby? Oh, it's, it's, 
It's just a cold. He's a wee bit warm on the side. Uh, well, I'll stop by the doctor. I've got the rest now anyway. Goodbye, Roby. Goodbye. He'd best stay in bed. Is that it, Doctor? None of your staff. He will get this prescription to the chemist right away. Robbie has examinations Monday and Wednesday. You think by then... The temperature's 104. Mr. Gallia's grandson's on the beds of pneumonia. How are you feeling, Robbie? Oh, I'm fine, Mr. Reed. The doctor said I could go off today. Ten days I've been in bed. Yes, yes, I know. Robbie, I wrote to the university. After you may take your examination when you've recuperated. Mr. Reed, well, why didn't you tell me? Because they've refused. I went myself to Glasgow yesterday. I went down on my knees to them. If any consolation, they've ranked you second. Oh. Thank you, sir. I begged them to give you an average on your physics, but no. No, they're ruled by, guided by rules, not by justice. Well, you're young, something else will turn up. Ed, Allison's here. She wants to see you. Rosie. Take care, laddie. Allison. You know. Yes, Robert, it's just... There's more bad news. Robin Gale. But what's happened? She was coming to see you, Robin. Tell me more. She was running for the train. She slept it. She thought that. Dead? Dead? Robin, where are you going? Robin! Oh, 
I know my place. Whether I'm suited or not, whether I choose it or not, I have a place at the boiler wood, and I'll not share it with you. Oh, Alice, if I loved you less, you might be different. You're young. I, uh, I suppose we'll get over it. I may be young for you. I'm likewise tired. Would you take me home, though? We've been looking all over for you. Papa. Dr. Gilfrey. Mama Robbie. She's very ill. Happy so sudden. Her heart and body can tolerate just so much wear and tear, Robbie. Well, no. That's what she is. Well, no. There's nothing I can do. It's in God's hands, mate. Robbie. I'll be in my room, Papa. You'll pray for her, Robbie. Light the candle by your shrine. Pray for her, Robbie. I doubted my redeemer. Forgive me. Punish me, Lord, but not Mama. Never doubted me. All that religion has to see. I ask you. I make this bargain. Let her live and I'll never doubt again. Never. Robin, she's gone, right? She's gone and left. Yes, Father Roach. I was just coming to your house, Rad. I heard Mrs. Lucy was ill. Miss Rad? God rest her. Robert, what's that said to me? All my life I've worn this. But I'm throwing away now. I'm weary of metal. This may be God's way of testing you, of showing you the way you must go. What way? Into the priesthood, my son. If God didn't want me to be a doctor, it's too late to apply him by being a priest. It's never too late to turn to God. I don't believe in God. God believes in you, Robert. I don't believe in God anymore. In a moment, we'll return with a third act of The Green Year, starring Charles Coburn, Tom Drake, Beverly Tyler, and Hume Cronin.
is Mr. Cooley at the microphone. Act three of The Green Year, starring Charles Coburn as Grandfather Guy, Tom Drake as Wilbur, Beverly Tyler as Allison, and Jim Conan as Mr. Lucky. All in a few months, Robert Shannon's modest world has cast down about him. One disaster after another. Morose now in silence, ignoring everyone, even Grandpa Guy, Robert works on in the family, sharing a word for his family, only when he comes home at night to supper. You're late, Robert. Am I? It doesn't come up in my old age to have to come back here. No. I must care for a houseful of men who come late to me. There's my book. We won't wait for him. We'll eat. And that old man upstairs, what of him? I'll take him his place. No, you'll not. He eats downstairs with the rest of us, or he'll not eat at all. Sit down. You're late, my duck. Where's Grandpa? He's in his room. Are you sure? Look at this. Grandpa's hat. I have hat. Found floating on the common pond. I'll look upstairs. Grandpa! They found his coat by the footbridge. Went to see him last. Uh, I don't recollect, my daughter. The man avoids me. The common pond, did you say? My daughter, is it possible? I say anything was possible the way he's been treated. Yes, Robbie. Well, that job in Captain. Draw my noggin and day and night, and you threatened to send him to the workhouse. Workhouse? Papa wouldn't do that. And what do you know about it? When have you been home? Say to eat and sleep? Well, I support him. I pay his keep. Papa's got no right. Why, oh, you pay his keep, but you treat him like a stranger. Like you treat everybody since Allison went away. What about you? You think he... Why would he wish to live any longer? Now he's been after the nursery, just the place. He's been looking forward to the flower show and the fair. You think my coronation's for his own. I... I just don't know. Well, I do... There's no security. We must wire for Adam. First thing, devoted to the old man he was. And he knows all about the insurance. Uh, Robbie, where are you going, boy? I'm going out. Uh, uh, you'll send that telegram for me. I'll send it, Papa. If I don't find him. <laughs> Another day, no sign of him yet. Oh. So you came, Adam. I'm glad to see you, Robbie. No trace at all, Robbie. Oh, he's everywhere, Keith. He was a fine man, a lovely man. Where well, Captain Grant is still alive, Adam. The insurance will be paid, Papa. Touch on the spot. Oh, Ruby, how oh, my heart breaks for you. I was just saying, Mrs. Boozemley, a finer man never breathed. He had his fault. A weakness or two. But what about... Why don't you say what you're really thinking? That he's worth more to your dead than alive. I'm shocked with you, Ruby. Where's your manners? Papa, Mr. McCarrick here. Oh, lawyer McAllister, come in, come in. The police, uh, just inside the door here, Mr. Lucky. Uh, they'd like to speak to you. The police? Aye, aye, they found Gandhi Gow. He's been in jail. Bring him in, constable. It's Grandpa. In jail? Mr. Gow. <gasps> Mr. Gow, you're intoxicated. I am, Mr. Lucky. <clears throat> Robbie Ladd and Mrs. Bosomley. He walks in beauty like the night. Of cloudless climes and starry skies. Quite <laughs> <laughs> a wonder, sir. Dear family and friends, and you, Madam Lucky, <laughs> forgive me. Robbie, are you not coming with me? <laughs> oh, Grandpa. Ain't a body, ain't a body, coming to the right. Good morning, Grandpa. Here, your medicine. Why can't you content yourself with beating me to death? Now get out of my way. I'm getting up getting dressed. You're staying in bed. Do you think there's going to be a flower store and there's a doctor and a fair in Lovenford and me not in attendance? You know what the doctor said. You know what's words like the last one you'll meet with an answer. That will be an embarrassing meeting for both of us. And Grandpa, you've got to keep off the whiskey. On my honor as a gentleman, Robbie, why I've not had a drop for days. 
Except for that bottle under your mattress. Hey. No, no, I'll stay home with you, Grandpa. Go on, go on. No, go on and enjoy yourself. No, I'll keep you company. I won't go. If you stay in this house, I'll never speak to you again. Get out, get out. Just leave me here to die all by myself.
Mr. Robert Sanders. He was insane. He was as sane as I am. Saner. He couldn't do that. It's not me. It's as little as the crown cup and I'm black. I'll take it to law. I'll take it to law. I'll take it to law. Do so, Mr. Lecky. I'll do so and I promise you I'll fight you in the county court. I'll fight you in the high court. I'll fight you to the floor of Parliament itself. <laughs> Robert, it was Gandhi Gow's hope that you'd tender some wisely on your education. But I seem to mind him saying, a sort of afterthought it was, that if you preferred to invest it in wine, women, and song, that was your privilege. Oh, my God! At last, Alison. At last, I stand before the, the great gates of the University of Glasgow. Give me a hand, Mm-hmm. Look at me, laddie. I, I, you need a friend in this house. If you will be the other boy, whatever the thing is. Maybe you're married to Oh, was I? Now walk in, Lord, those two those shapes, Walk into your street, Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.